Hello, hello everyone. I hope you are well today. Happy, happy Tuesday. Today is Training Tuesday. Training Tuesday is a live series that I used to do oh a couple of years ago now, and it kind of slipped by the wayside. So one of my resolutions this year is to get Training Tuesday back up and running. This is where I'm going to share with you all things business, really. We're going to speak about a variety of business topics. As we go through, you can have any questions, feel free to ask them in the chat boxes. Um, but that is what we are covering off today. So we are currently live in a number of places. Today, we are currently live on various places on Facebook, my profile, my page, um, and within the Profit First UK Facebook group. We are live on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok. So uh, thank you everyone who is watching and tuning in. I massively appreciate you coming on today. Today's topic for Training Tuesday is how I banish unproductive time from my day. So I'm going to be speaking about this from my perspective, what's worked for me, and uh, hopefully it will give you some tips around what might work for you as well. So do say hello. Say hello to me if you are tuning in on the uh, live today. Hi, Paul. I can see that you're on. Thank you so much for hopping on today. Do let me know that you are here. It is always great to uh, see interaction and people in the comments. Um, it means a huge amount to me. Now, you might see me looking around a bit. I actually have two cameras working um, for the various platforms that we have set up. So apologies if I'm not looking directly at your one at any point in time, but that is what I am doing with my kind of eyes flitting around the place. Ashley, how do you stop live feeds being shown? You unfollow the person doing it. So if you are not enjoying this broadcast, you can just unfollow me and uh, and that will get you out of, uh, get me rather, out of your feed. Um, but uh, I hope that people are going to get great value from today's session. So like I said, today we are covering off how I banish unproductive time in my business. This is basically what I do, and I hope that I will be able to help and support you as well. We have about six or seven points that I'm going to cover off today with you. Um, so uh, bear with me, be prepared to take some notes, and we will get going. So I firmly believe that we can't really banish unproductive time if we don't actually, first of all, understand where our time is going. And that therefore means identifying how you currently spend your time. And I suspect that you have probably heard people say that before and thought, oh no, I do not want to time track. But in all honesty, you can't get to where you want to be unless you know where you are. And when it comes to time, that means analyzing how you spend your time and where you spend your time. In my business, we time track all the time. Everyone time tracks. And this is something that I've had to do basically all of my professional career. It's very common in the accounting space to have to track your time, track how long you're spending on clients so that you know that the billing is in the right place. It's also something that's very common in certain other professions as well. But 
whichever business you're in, perhaps you're not used to time tracking and perhaps it might seem a bit daunting. The easiest way you can time track is actually just on pen and paper. You can just write out what you're doing when you change a task and then you can tally it up. I recommend doing time tracking for at least two weeks because in all honesty, if you only do it for a couple of days or a week, you may just subconsciously alter a little bit of what you're doing. Whereas if you do it over a longer period of time, you can get some really proper data to be able to work with. As I say, we do this all the time and it really does help to go back and review um, what people are spending their time on, how they're spending their time, and if we could be redirecting our time to something a little bit more productive than perhaps is already happening. So like I said, you cannot work out where you want to be unless you know where you are. It's the same with all things in our life, isn't it? It's the same with our finances. It's the same with, with our exercise regime. And it's absolutely the same with time. So that is the first thing. What we use internally, incidentally, um, is a system. It used to be called T-Sheets, but now I think it's called um, Intuit Time. It's produced by QuickBooks, although we don't typically use QuickBooks that often, but it is a QuickBooks product, um, and we use that for tracking time. But there's also a program called Toggle, which I believe is free or very cheap um, that you can use if you don't want to just use pen and paper. So that is a uh, step number one is to identify how you are currently spending your time. You can't know what you need to change and you can't know where you need to go unless you understand where you are just now. Number two, establishing boundaries and knowing when to say no. This can be a really tricky one. I am not saying this is easy. But what boundaries do you want in your business and your life? When do you want to be going on holiday? What time, what hours of the day do you want to be working? Understanding those means that you are able to say no to the things that don't fall within what you want for your schedule. So for example, for me, I don't work weekends. If I had somebody request a meeting on a weekend, it's a very easy no for me because that is my boundary. I don't work weekends and I don't break that. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's any situation where I've ever broken the I don't work weekends. And in the last few years, I can't think of one. Um, so it's very important to me because that protects my personal time with my family. And that means a lot to me. I typically don't work evenings either. I usually finish at about five o'clock for the day. Um, there will be the very odd occasion that I might do something a little bit extra in the evenings if my husband's out and the kids are in bed, for example. But it is very, very rare. I usually leave my laptop in my office. Um, so the only things I can do are things that are on my phone if I choose. And even then, I can't do everything on my phone. So I put these boundaries in place and I am strict with my boundaries so that I don't end up leeching work time into personal time and end up feeling like I have neither under control. So that is that's a really, really important one to me is establishing those boundaries and knowing when to say no based on the boundaries that you have. Same with holidays. Get your holidays in your diary. Get the time off that you want in your diary now so that you can have some time off and you can have some downtime as well. And the third point, this feeds on really from what I was saying on the second, which is creating a structured schedule. So typically, I will work 
Monday to Friday, nine to five. However, I don't typically often do client calls on Mondays or Fridays. Mondays or Fridays tend to be the days where I do planning, I maybe produce content, and I typically only do client calls on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now, there are some times where that changes um, just as a result of my schedule changing a little bit, but I typically that's typically what I operate to. And having a structured schedule really helps me get everything done. Because I know that each week, for example, we produce two podcast episodes. Each week we produce a YouTube video. I know that therefore in the times I have available on my Mondays and Fridays, I know I need to record those things. So I've got schedules for my content and schedules for my day. And it really helps me structure so that I know if I've got a gap of half an hour in my schedule, I know I can go off and record a podcast episode, for example, because I know that on a, say, Monday, that is one of the tasks that I have for that day. So understanding what needs to be done in a structured way and having a routine to that can really be helpful um, when it comes to how you manage your time. Uh, The next thing I have on my list, point number four, is prioritizing tasks. We all know that some tasks are more important than others. And it's really important to understand which tasks you need to do now, which are going to move the needle in your business, and which are perhaps just nice to do's at some point. Getting those ones done first that are either deliverables for your customers or clients or that are going to move the needle in your business just that little bit are going to be the ones that you typically want to prioritize. How I do it is very, very old school. I have, believe it or not, a paper diary. This paper diary, by the way, is um, from Ponder Lily, who are one of our clients. Um, So, you know, if you're looking for a paper diary, I highly recommend checking out Ponder Lily. Um, But... I use a paper diary and I write my to-dos in my diary. My high priority tasks go in each day into my paper diary. That is how I make sure that I get them done. I have tried all the project management tools, all of them, I think I have tried. And in all honesty, they all were just lacking real ease for me. Um, And, you know, I love that I have my diary wherever I am, wherever I go, I can consult it. It makes things really, really easy for me. So that is a big one that I actually still use a paper diary and they have my priority to do's in there. I have my diary. um, I'll just turn you to a blank page so you can see. So I have a a week, a week, a double spread set up. And so you can see we've got the days here. And I just put my to-dos down each day so that I know. So once I've achieved the to-do for the day, then, um, you know, I can get, oh, just dropping things here. I can get ahead of myself and I can uh, do the next days if I need to and if I want to. And that means I can reschedule things. But it does mean that the priorities are absolutely done for the day. Now, in some instances, you are going to want to utilize technology and automate processes. And that is my, now what number are we on? One, two, three, four. That is my fifth suggestion. There are some things that you are going to be able to automate and, you know, make bits of software speak to each other so you don't have to do manually and use up your time. It's probably a good idea, maybe once a month or once a quarter to sit down and just assess what else can be automated and technologically systemized in your business? 
This is something, again, that um, we do a lot of. And we use Zapier or Zapier, however you want to pronounce it, uh, to do a lot of that, to make our pieces of software speak to each other. But even simple things like filters on your email can help massively. So I came back from being off for three weeks um, over Christmas. I was incredibly fortunate to be able to take the entire time my kids were off school. Um, I was able to take that as holiday over the Christmas and New Year period. And I came back to 360 something emails. Now, in most situations, you might expect a business owner to come back to significantly more than that. And by the way, I didn't I didn't check them in between. So it wasn't like I'd already done a pre go on them. And the reason that I only came back to that many is because I have rules and filters set up inside my email client, which for us is Gmail, so that emails, if they have a certain subject title or they're from a certain person, they will automatically either get filed or they will end up being auto-forwarded to the appropriate person in my team who can then deal with them. So these things do not clog up my inbox. And I highly recommend that you do the same if you have people who work for you. You can set these up so that they auto-send. They don't even come into your inbox. They archive and they auto-send to the right person in your team. So if you have a situation where you always know that if there's X in the subject line or the email is from Y person, then it's actually not intended for you at all. It is destined for someone else. Then you can set that up and you can clean out your inbox from being a massive drain on your time as you go through every single thing one by one and archive and send and forward and mark and all those kinds of things, you can start getting your systems to do that automatically for you. It is a real massive time saver for me. And the next point, which is, uh, what are we on? One, two, three, four, five, six. Point number six is delegating work to others where you can. Now, some people will be in the infancy stages of their business and you won't have the revenue to support delegating to others and taking other people on in your business. I get it. I've been there. I've done that. But if you're starting to get traction and you have steady recurring revenue, then it might be worth working out whether your business's finances can support you taking on a little bit of help and delegating some tasks to others to free up some of your time to do the higher value tasks, the tasks that are going to be more profit producing than the ones you're perhaps currently doing with your time. As part of doing that time audit, you'll be able to see and identify perhaps some of those tasks that you may be able to give to someone else. But don't start delegating everything to everyone else unless your finances are in the right place. Make sure that you've done a profit plan for your business and that you understand if you can afford other people financially in your business to take those tasks off of you. What we often see is we often see people just going out and you know, hire, getting lots of freelancers on or hiring lots of people. And actually they're running too fast with the hiring process and their revenue doesn't catch up and they end up in a bit of a pickle. So make sure that you have that planned out so that you can take on and delegate, but you can do that without bankrupting your business at the same time. And the final point, uh, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh, I've got some notes, so I've got my points written down. The seventh and final point is setting goals and tracking progress. If you have identified that you want to 
spend less time doing X and Y, or you want to make sure that you take every other Friday off, set those as goals in your business. See how often you're achieving the things that you want to achieve. You can set time goals just in the same way as you can set financial goals or marketing goals or sales goals or any other goals in your business. You can set goals and you can track your progress towards achieving them. You may It may help to keep you motivated and uh, keep you engaged in the process of really banishing unproductive time from your day. So I hope that you have got some great value from Training Tuesday today. I would love to know which of these points that you might want to implement in your business. Is there anything that you think, oh, actually, I'm going to go away and do that. That's a great idea. I would love for you to let me know in the comments. It would be totally, totally awesome. Um, wherever you are watching, of course, we are doing these training Tuesdays every single Tuesday. We are doing them uh, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. UK time. So do make sure you mark your diaries and join me for that. And let me just look up the topic for next week, which I have uh, planned out. So next week, we are covering what I've invested in to grow my business and what the money leaks were in hindsight. This may be quite revealing to a number of you. Um, I have done some silly things and some great things uh, to grow my business. So do make sure that you, as I say, mark that in your diaries and tune in for that. Um, thank you for tuning in. I hope today has been helpful. Um, for those of you that don't know me, by the way, my name is Annette Ferguson. I'm CEO of Annette & Co UK-based accounting firm. I'm a chartered accountant, certified profit first professional and small business growth strategist. And I help business owners take home more money from their business for them and their families to enjoy. So whichever platform you're watching on, do make sure you give us a like, make sure you give us a thumbs up, a follow, um, hearts, wherever you happen to be, please do uh, make sure you do that. Of course, share this broadcast out to anyone who you think might get value from it as well. And I will hope to see you all again next week. Take care, everyone.